I've tried doing this intro like six times. Apparently I can't do Fs today. I can't do like fifth and festive and all that. I fucking give up. I just, I just give up. I just give up. But at least the Christmas lights are fucking hung up. God damn it. You're in the dark house. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. The Saturday night version that uh, we haven't had for quite a while because everything's been kind of backed up uh, due to the holidays, due to COVID, any of that bullshit. Um, But yeah, I'm able to get this podcast out tonight. I'm very happy about it. I was very happy I was able to get the first run through the slate done uh this morning check it out uh episode 169 i believe if i remember correctly everything's kind of a blur been so damn busy lately uh ooh, we're six downloads away from 2000 that's a nice little milestone there yeah 169 went out this morning so this is episode 170 Episode 170. Never thought we'd get here. We made it, everybody. We're going to run through the Sunday main slate. Just go through the article. Pretty much read it word by word. Uh, Any type of thoughts, extra thoughts that I've got on there. We do have some injury news. uh, Positive stuff uh, for now, which is good. We'll be getting to that. But, uh, yeah. Let's uh, go ahead. We're going to start it out at quarterbacks. Cash, Aaron Rodgers, safest quarterback play on the board going against Philly pass defense, 20th in DVOA, and might only be 12th in points allowed to the quarterback position, but we do know that Rodgers has been torching opposing defenses this season. So no matter how good they have been, and with the Eagles being so good against the run, it will mean that the Packers will have to win this game through the air. He is 8,500, 32, and 6,800. Good for third, sixth, and fifth at quarterback. So it's not that expensive, Um, especially over on Yahoo. I can't believe he's at 32 bucks. I would have thought he would have been up at about 35. But, uh, yeah, we'll take the savings there. Uh, 6,800 isn't too bad on DK. 8,500. A little pricey on FanDuel, but we know how FanDuel does their pricing. It's usually pretty soft. Uh, next guy on here is going to be Kirk Cousins. 7,330 and 6,400. Good for 12th, 9th, and 7th. Uh, I know folks are probably going to be pretty surprised that I didn't go with Dalvin Cook. I'll get to him in a minute. Uh, but I had my reasoning for going Cousins in the passing attack this week. If you go back the last few weeks before last week's game against the Browns, Rush defense of the Jags had been pretty solid. If you look at the pass defense, it had been going the other direction, which bodes well for Kirk. The Jags pass defense, 31st in DVOA and 30th in points allowed to the quarterback position. It's a fantastic spot if you need to gain some savings from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Actually, if you go 
into the target sheet and you click on Minnesota and you take a look here. Kirk has actually been pretty damn good. Uh, if we just go back from week 9 to week 12, 220 and 3, 292 and 2 with an interception, 314 and 3, and 307 and 3 last week against the Panthers. That was what? Lions, Bears, Cowboys, and Panthers. So, I mean, if you really look at that Bears game where he went for 292 and 2, uh, that's a clear indication that he is really on his game right now. Um, so <clears throat> the reason why I'm fading Dalvin Cook is not so much about last week. It has pretty much everything to do with this week and how the player pool has come together. Um, if you look at Dalvin Cook, he's at 10,500, 41, and 9,500. Um, I was really good to go with him against Carolina because there was like a lot, a lot of value that I liked, um, not only at the running back positions, um, but at tight end uh, and uh, wide receiver, right? We had, you could go the cheaper quarterback option with Teddy Bridgewater, who worked out just fine. And it allowed you to pay up for Dalvin Cook. Uh, was a really good spot. Very poor game plan by Minnesota as a whole against the Carolina Panthers. In my opinion, that was a smash spot. This is not nearly as much of a smash spot as what a lot of people will make it out to, you know, to be, right? You know, 26th ranked DVOA rush defense, 16th versus running backs in the passing game, 27th in points allowed to the running back position at 24.3 and 28.2 on DK. They're not going to really have to throw it that much. Uh, to Delvin Cook, uh, kind of keep him uh, from wearing down that treading. Uh, I know a lot of sites are probably looking at his output, his carry totals and stuff like that, and they're trying to project it <clears throat> into this week against the Jaguars, and they just really don't, I, I really don't see it. You know what I mean? It, if I was Minnesota, I would keep on this Kirk roll right now build confidence they're trying to get to the playoffs right um the matchups in the secondary are fantastic for the wide receivers for the, both Thielen, uh justin jefferson and then if you go look at kyle rudolph uh they're just excellent so think they're going to keep it kind of rolling kind of give dalvin a little bit of a break uh his backup and alexander madison is going to be out this week he had an appendicitis so he's probably going to be out for a week or two there um so that's gonna have backups in mike boone amir abdullah and uh of course you got fullback cj ham but it's just it, there's a feeling in there that this is just not the week to really do it at that at that cost value we've talked about it always looking for like 3x right so at ten thousand five hundred, you're really looking for 30 points out of him uh, same with DK, uh, you know, Yahoo, you really can't figure it out. But 41 that's $1 above what's usually the maximum price for most of the players. So I'm just I'm backing off from it. It's just too much. There's some higher-valued targets that I like at wide receivers, the other running back positions that I kind of want to jam in there, uh, as well as in tight end. And, and we've talked about it that at least – you should read here that 
you know, Aaron Rodgers is the guy that I want to have in there um, as my number one guy. So um, if I want to be able to afford him, it's going to have to come off of um, going to have to come off of uh, Dalvin Cook. It's going to make the lineup a lot more solid for us. So uh, that's the way I've just kind of decided to go here this weekend. And yeah, uh, somebody asking a question on who I would go with. You're going to have to wait. No, this is recording time. I'm not answering your. I'm not answering your question right now. No. No. No, don't ask me questions. Stop. GPP, we got Ryan Tannehill, 7,800, 30, and 6,200, good for 6th, ninth, and ninth. Uh, there is a possibility that this game shoots out based on the numbers. Browns are 23rd in pass defense DVOA, 21st in points allowed to the quarterback. Titans have a habit of trying to slow down the game with a running attack, though, uh, which makes Tannehill more of a GPP play only because Big Henry can certainly have his way with Cleveland, uh, the front seven, which would make using Tannehill pretty much worthless um, if, you know, Big Henry just completely explodes. Now, there is a chance that you could really utilize them together, do the old uh, quarterback uh, plus running back uh, pairing trick if you really wanted to. A lot of people are really against that type of thing. Used it once, did it once with actually the Titans, and that's when Marcus Mariota and... uh, uh, Murray. Oh, fuck. Can't remember him. Can't remember his first name. Came from Dallas. Um, any which way, I paired, I paired them together, and they both went off. Uh, Mariota had like 300 yards passing, and Murray had over 100 yards rushing and receiving, if I'm not mistaken. He had a couple touchdowns, one of them from Marcus Mariota, so it worked out. That kind of deal there, but um, Tannehill, yeah, strictly GPP. Uh, like I said, could totally be on the legs of Derrick Henry in this game, and he is in the write up as well. Uh, Derek Carr is next at 7,200, 28, and 5,800. Good for 14th, 12th, and 14th. Uh, bounce back spot for Carr, question. Uh, not too many better spots for that to happen than against the New York Jets. And they're 32nd in DVOA pass defense. They're also 29th in points allowed to the quarterback. Every quarterback the past few weeks has uh, succeeded against the Jets, and I don't see that stopping this week either. Another thing with Derek Carr as well is because of the humongous failure last week, um, he is going to be very low utilized, which kind of gravitates me a little bit more over to him uh, even more because it's just going to have low ownership. So... You know, if we're going to be able to get him and his pass targets at under 5% uh, utilized this weekend, hey, I'm going to take a shot on it. Take a shot on it somewhere. Uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, 7,100, 23, and 5,300. Good for 16th, 21, and 25. I said, good God, I can't even believe I'm considering him here, but the price is really good, and it's an interesting direct pivot from Mitchell Trubisky, who will be next. Normally, Mayfield doesn't reach his value, but in a matchup versus the Titans, who are 27th in pass defense DVOA and 28th in points allowed to the quarterbacks, I think he has a shot to return value if not exceed it this week. 
Um, this is a little trickier. I'd rather use Tannehill, to be completely honest, over Baker Mayfield. Um, but really, if you look at it, you kind of have to decide whether or not Cleveland's going to be winning the you know, leading most of this game or if Tennessee is going to be leading most of this game. If you believe that Tennessee is going to be leading most of this game, then I would probably lean a little bit more towards the quarterback on the other side. Uh, you don't necessarily have to do that if you see the pathways for the quarterback that's in the lead, but that's kind of generally how you will look at it, you know, based on the game script. So uh, I do think he has a chance to return value, if not go plus, just because, like I said, of how low he is, and that's especially the case over on DK and Yahoo. FanDuel, probably not so much at that 7100 price tag um, because that's good for 16th overall. Um, but when you get into the 21st and 25th ranked quarterback, uh, quarterbacks based on price, you're talking about like the low end third, uh, which is usually the best value. So Mitchell Trubisky comes in last. This one's going to be pretty darn chalky, especially if Allen Robinson does get cleared to play. Uh, 6,900, 22, and 5,400, good for 21st, 24th, and 22nd. Uh, you will see some Trubisky in cash game lineups this week. I think it's foolish to do it. I do understand his uh, history against Detroit. Uh, but, I mean, when we're comparing year in and year out um, successes, you have to be kind of careful with it. Uh, in my opinion, yeah, they're running the same offense what and everything, but... You know, when you look at, like, say, the offensive line, it's been fucking horrible. And, yes, uh, Detroit doesn't really have that great of a pass rush. But, I mean, at some point that dam's going to break, too. And we do know that Mitchell Trubisky does, you know, shit the bed every every so often, more often than not, to be completely fair. So I'm not going to trust him in cash. I'm not going to pay down there. But I will probably have a Bears lineup in there. Uh, pairing up with Allen Robinson just because it just makes it makes too much sense uh, not to have at least one in this spot. So um, let's see here. Uh, Detroit pass defense, uh, 28th in DVOA, 26 in points allowed to the quarterback position. Um, yeah, it even said it here at his price, and, and with the matchup, it's conceivable. Uh, to consider him for cash, but with the uncertainty surrounding wide receivers Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney, I can only consider him in GPPs. Um, yeah, I just, it, you'd be really stupid to really kind of trust Trubisky. If it, if it worked out, I mean, you can hang it in front of my face all day, and I'm still going to tell you the same thing, that you took way too much of a risk to um, really have him in your 50-50s. If he tanks, if he tanks... In cash games, you're going to probably see about 20% of the field fail um, at their quarterback position, especially if he goes for under under 15. So just be careful with it. GPP only uh, would be my recommendation. Sunday Night Football options? No, I'm not going to use Patrick Mahomes in that one. Uh, I think he's going to be good at just the cost. It's just the cost. And I'm going to say this right now, actually, for Sunday Night Football the cost for uh, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. Uh, I'm completely fading it out just because I don't think you need to use them this week. If you want to um, use Patrick Mahomes, you know, 
Patrick Mahomes or any of their uh, passing targets on Yahoo for the main slate, hey, Godspeed. You can go ahead and do that. I think I have enough value in here for that, um, but I don't think you're going to see just like they're going to beat Denver, but I don't know how much of a complete trouncing it's going to be, um, at least not enough to actually recoup the value uh, for their cost per, their cost points. But, you know, seasonal, of course, you're going to start every single one of them. Running backs, cash, Derrick Henry. 10,000, 34, and 9,200. Good for second, third, and second. Uh, really, that $34 that thirty-four price tag that you see on Yahoo uh, is really intriguing. Um, I'm pretty much probably going to lock that in because that is way too cheap uh, for an elite running back at that price. I mean, when you're talking that Dalvin Cook's at $42 and Derrick Henry's $8 less, um, that's ridiculous. So... Uh, Derrick Henry, probably going to go ahead and just lock him in for cash over there. Uh, the other site's not so n- much a necessity really to fit him in, in my opinion. Um, Cleveland is 20th in DVOA uh, rush defense. 23rd versus the running back in the passing game. Doesn't really mean too much for Derrick Henry. Doesn't catch much passes. Uh, and they are only 10th in points allowed to the position. Uh, James Robinson actually had a really good game. Last week, I uh, can't remember if he had a touchdown or not, but um, you're going to really want to have uh, at least two touchdowns out of him to really kind of recoup value for uh, FanDuel and DK. And he certainly can do it against Cleveland, so uh, definitely can consider him. Uh, but like I said, it's it's not it's not a definite, like this said, you have to have Derrick Henry in here. So... Nick Chubb is next, 8,730 and 7,700. Good for third, fifth, and third. Uh, how can you not just at least consider running back in Nick Chubb? Going to get a ton of volume against Titans, uh, who are 17th in rush defense DVOA, 20th in points or in DVOA versus running backs of the passing game, 26 in points allowed to the position. Uh, I did consider Kareem Hunt as well, but overall, the Browns would be smart to just rub the Chubb train. Uh, try to basically slow down the game, keep the opposing offense off the field. And that's why, it, if you really kind of look at it as like a Der- if you look at a Derrick Henry uh, Nick Chubb pairing, yeah, it's very high cost uh, to do, but it makes sense uh, considering both teams would really like to keep each team's you know the other team's offense off the field. Uh, they are heavy volume running games to begin with, so. Uh, definitely considered that there as well. You can do it. You should be able to do it in cash. I do have another value running back. Uh, we do have value running backs that you can use, and you should be able to fit in mid-tier wide receivers and stuff too as well. So uh, definitely something to consider there. Miles Sanders I put in here, 7,226 and 6,700. Good for 11th, 9th, and 11th. A uh, little bit riskier play for cash, but it, it – makes complete and utter sense, right? Uh, Packers rush defense, 24th in DVOA, uh, and 24th in DVOA versus running back in the passing game, while 30th in points allowed to the position. Uh, Did say it right there, probably more of a cash slash GPP play, but we've seen what he was able to do against defenses that were far superior at stopping uh, opposing running backs. So now you get him in the most pristine matchup that you can possibly get. 
and it would just be stupid of Philadelphia to not ride him, um, considering the fact that they have very underutilized him for the, like the past four weeks. Uh, very underwhelming. But this is far and away the best spot that he's been in uh, for most of this season. So I'm willing to trust it. Next guy on the list, Austin Eckler, the guy I trust even more. Uh, 7,000, 2,700, or 27, 2,700, 27, and 7,100, good for 12th, 8th, and 7th. Uh, Eckler came off IR with a bang last week. The Patriots are a team I would rather attack with the running back rather than the passing game. Look how well that worked out for running back Kenyon Drake last week when I recommended him. Patriots are 28th in rush defense DVOA, 25th in DVOA versus running back the passing game, while 17th in points allowed to the position. Uh, they will have a really tough time stopping him as he looks incredibly fresh. Uh, and he should, considering the fact that he's been out for most of the fucking season. So I told you not to draft him in seasonal. So if you missed the playoffs and that's number one reason is Austin Eckler, don't say that. I didn't fucking say I told you so. Save him for DFS. <laughs> Giovanni Bernard of the Cincinnati Bengals. 5,800, 13, and 5,200, good for 25th, 49th, and 32. I expect the Dolphins to win this game, but the way to attack them is to do it through the running back position, and Bernard gets the bulk of the carries and targets. Uh, Dolphins are 25th in DVOA rush defense, 26th in DVOA versus running back the passing game, as well as 19th in points allowed to the position. Uh, I normally wouldn't go here, but the value that Bernard brings is certainly worth a look, especially on Yahoo, where he's $3 above minimum price. Um, so definitely take a look there. Definitely a guy to consider. Uh, last in cash, we have Miles Gaskins of the Miami Dolphins was activated off IR today. He is good to go. They would not have activated him to back up Patrick Laird. I don't want to hear any question that goes, well, don't you think that Patrick Laird would take up some of the some of the opportunity? Yeah, what, one or two fucking things? Yeah, he fucking fumbled last week uh, and didn't do shit on his, on his carries. Fuck Patrick Laird. Don't not ever ask me a Patrick Laird question. The guy to have in Miami this week is Miles Gaskin. Uh, 5,500, 17, and 5,900. Good for 35th, 28th, and 18th. So on FanDuel, he was definitely the best value over there. Um, and now that he's activated, of course, he is good to go for cash. Um, Bengals 21st in rush defense DVOA, 11th in DVOA versus running backs in the passing game, while 23rd in points allowed to the position. Uh, after this week, his price will certainly go up. Um, there is news that, or at least speculation, that Tua is going to be the starter over Ryan Fitzpatrick. It it cautions me a little bit about Miles Gaskin, but if if it was me, and with Tua's kind of issues that he's had with accuracy and whatnots, um, when he has been playing. I would certainly believe that the Dolphins go back to getting uh, Gaskin 18 to 20 care, you know, touches again, if not more, like they did earlier this season. So uh, the Ryan Fitzpatrick thing really shouldn't hurt him. If Ryan Fitzpatrick is out, it really should not hurt Miles Gaskin at all. But we do have a guy that it's definitely going to hurt. 
So I'm going to have to make a change to this and get it sent out in the morning. But for now, GPPs, Jonathan Taylor, 6,400, 24, and 5,700. Good for 16th, 13th, and 21st. Uh, Indianapolis is going to have to run the ball constantly against this Texas rush defense uh, to keep Deshaun Watson off the field. Uh, they are 27th in DVOA or rush defense and 22nd in DVOA versus running back in the passing game. Well, 31st in points allowed to the position overall. Uh, he's coming off the COVID IR list. Uh, that was early this week. Um, and that was after he had one hell of a game against the Packers a couple weeks ago. Uh, sees his heaviest volume of snaps. Sees the heaviest volume of snaps of all the Indian running backs. Uh, so it makes sense to get him going again. I do worry a little bit about running back Naheem Hines, vulturing him. Uh, but also, I think it has more to do with quite possibly uh, quarterback, backup quarterback uh, Jacoby Brissett, um, who's, for inexplicable reasons, they'll pull him in as an option at the goal line to do QB sneaks and uh, option pulls, you know, tuck it and run. So, uh Taylor, GPP only. Is he good for cash? He should be. He should be. He's the most talented running back on that team. But whether or not, you know, Frank Reich's going to actually do it or not, that's the different story. Damian Harris, New England Patriots, 5,900, 21, and 5,200. Good for 24th, 14th, and 32nd. Uh, running backs have had success this season against the Chargers as they are 31st in rush defense DVOA and 10th in DVOA versus running backs in the passing game. Doesn't matter with Damian Harris, doesn't really catch passes. They are also 21st in points allowed to the position. He got vultured twice by running back James White. La- <laughs> I forgot to put in there last week. Eh, maybe I'll just do that right now. Let's just make it happen. Just making an edit. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. He got vultured twice by running back James White last week. It would be in cash if it weren't for the stupid offensive decisions that the Patriots and their players make. <laughs> oh, God, that offense is horrible, though. Oh, man, let's go wide receiver. Let's try to get through this quick. Cash, Devontae Adams, 9,539 and 9,000. Good for first across the board. Adams faces the Eagles pass defense, 23rd in DVOA. Uh, in, 13, uh, in DVOA versus wide receiver ones. Uh, Got to do that one, too. Huh. Huh. I really tried... Uh, to get this done as soon as humanly possible. And I fucked that up. Versus the wide receiver, one. 13th points allowed to the position. Spectality volume uh, against quarterback uh, Darius Slay, who hasn't fared well against elite wide receivers this season. Uh, if using Rodgers and Cash, you don't have to have Adams in your lineup since you will already have exposure to him. Uh, by using the quarterback, but consider him if you pay down to another quarterback in there. DK Metcalf, 8,531 and 8,200, good for second, fifth, and second. And I put on here simply, so let me get this straight. Outside of cornerback Jalen Ramsey, no one has been able to stop this guy, and you think cornerback James Bradbury is going to do it? Good luck with that. Calvin Ridley, 8,429 and 7,200, good for third, eighth, and eighth. Uh, would really like to see Julio Jones play 
this week as it'll make really is make it so really doesn't get any safety help over the top as often uh, against the Saints defense 15th in DVOA versus wide receiver two 14th and points allowed to the position cornerback uh, Janoris Jenkins is out this week and that's going to put Ridley up against uh, Ken Crawley who is an even better matchup for Kelvin so um, if Julio doesn't play I'm probably off Calvin Ridley a little bit but uh yeah, so do 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 quit texting me, god damn it. AJ Brown of the Titans, eighty two hundred, twenty fifth twenty fifth, twenty five and seventy six hundred good for fourth, eighteenth and fifth. Eighteenth on Yahoo. You fucking kidding me, twenty five dollars. Come on. Browns will be without cornerback uh Denzel Ward this week, which will definitely make the secondary weak as shit. Uh Ward explains why the Browns are usually third in DVOA versus wide receiver one. Secondary as a whole is 25th in points allowed to the position. And with Ward out this Sunday, it is the main explanation why I have interest in Ryan Tannehill since it opens up his top target for possible success. Uh, is A.J. Brown a necessity? No, but definitely on Yahoo. Uh, keep it in mind, my Yahoo players. Uh, A.J. Brown, very grossly mispriced. And he's going to be in a good spot. So... Adam Thielen is next, 7,800, 33, and 7,300. Good for ninth, third, and seventh. Uh, Jaguars will be missing cornerback Sidney Jones this week. He's been pretty decent, actually. And we'll replace him with cornerback Luke Barku, who will not be able to retain that 17th in DVOA versus wide receiver one ranking. Uh, Thielen will torch this kid all day. And this is the main reason I like Cousins as a quarterback cash option. Amazing, right? So, next up we have Allen Robinson, 6,927 and 6,700, good for 15th, 11th, and 13th. Uh, also included Darnell Mooney on here, since both of them are questionable, I'd like to keep them together. Uh, 5,111 and 3,400, good for 55th, 69th, and 66th. Going to explain this, okay? So, if Robinson plays, he's straight up lock for cash this week as he faces a Lions defense that is 21st in DVOA versus wide receiver one and 26 in points allowed to the position and would face a guy I like to attack in cornerback Amani Aru-Warare. Aru-Warare. I still can't say it fucking correctly. I it always want to go, Aru-Warare, like it's some goddamn Disney song. Uh, Mooney is GPP only against a defense that is 25th in DVOA versus wide receiver two, unless, unless Allen Robinson sits. In that case, I would consider him as a cash value with down-the-field upside. Darnell Mooney is expected to play. They haven't said anything about Allen Robinson yet. We're going to have to find that out tomorrow. So Darnell Mooney, at his value, which he's basically bare minimum across the board, right? So I would take a shot at putting him in my cash lineup as basically the best uh, wide receiver target for the Bears against Detroit. But like I said, only if Allen Robinson is out. Now, this is why I have them included together. In GBP, if you're doing a Trubisky stack, it would be Robinson and Mooney with him in this game. So just all things considered, you know I'm crazy. I, every once in a while, I like to put them together like that just so they're right up front. Uh, do have Devontae Parker written up, but this is going to actually go to GPP. 
uh, if Tua is starting. Okay, so 6,823 and 6,400 good for 16th, 21st, and 16th. And it's, I stated it here. I only like Parker and Cash if Fitzpatrick starts this week. If it is Tua at the helm, I would move him to GPP. Bengals are ninth in DVOA versus wide receiver one and 22nd in points allowed to the position. I don't normally attack cornerback William Jackson III. I've said this before. He is uh, Cincinnati's best corner, and he's played very well this year. Um, but Parker would, could certainly take advantage um, if the right quarterback is playing. But that's only he only has this really good connection with Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's not with with Tua. So uh, definitely GPP if Tua is, is definitely starting. So. Uh, Cooper Cup is next, 6,600, 26, and 6,100. Good for 17th, 15th, and 19th. The only player I like in that Rams-Cardinals game, and I talked about it on today earlier in today's podcast. I don't know where uh, Jeff Manns is seeing all this like high-scoring output in this game. I really don't. But Cardinals are weak in the slot, and against wide receiver twos, they are 24th in DVOA, while 20th in points allowed to the position. Um, he will line up against cornerback Byron Murphy, and if the Rams are smart, if the Rams are smart enough to look at the matchup itself. So, next on here we got Brandon Cook, sixty five hundred, eighteen, and fifty six hundred, good for nineteenth, twenty eighth, and twenty fourth. I'm not confident in Deshaun Watson's pass targets outside of Cooks this week. He should step into a heavy target load against the Colts' pass defense that's twentieth in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, and against cornerback Rock Yasin, who is another guy I don't mind targeting. Um, I do like Deshaun Watson this week. It's the only thing is, uh, his, his price is way too high for me, especially when I don't know. Um, and this really doesn't have anything to do with him himself. Um, but normally I don't like to have to run a quarterback naked, um, at that price point. Right. So Brandon Cooks is definitely going to be in line. He's got the right matchups and everything across the board. Um, but Watson could certainly, you know, use any plethora of other guys, you know, both as tight ends. Uh, Kiki Kuti, who's going to be very popular as a value add this week, uh, or a value guy this week, but I'm not on him. Uh, the matchup just doesn't line up, and I have my feelings about Kiki Kuti so just sucking a big bag of dick. So um, there's no real reason to use him. DJ Chark, 6,320 and 5,400, good for 21st, 23rd, and 26th. Uh, this play is so under the fucking radar that even uh, Pro Football Focus doesn't have him playing on their lineup page, which is hilarious to me. Uh, Chark takes on a Vikings defense, 31st in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, 30th in points allowed to the position. Cornerback uh, Cameron Dantzler has been someone to target all season, and it continues this week. So now that Parker's out, I would seriously consider uh, putting DJ Chark in there instead. Um, or if you don't want to go with the Allen Robinson thing and DJ Chark is in your lineup, very good value here. Um, should work well with Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon likes to throw it downfield. Uh DJ Chark is very good on downfield uh, throws, um, so they should be able to connect really well this weekend. And Jamison Crowder of the Jets, 6,200, 16, and 5,100. Good for 23rd, 35th, and 31st. A little riskier play here because we haven't had Jamison Crowder really do much lately. Um, uh, 
but I, the best spot to attack uh, the Raiders is across the middle, which is where Crowder thrives. And in a matchup against the 21st-ranked DVOA defense versus the wide receiver two and 19th in points allowed to the position as a whole, uh, we should be able to see him return to early form. Cornerback uh, Marcus, jo- uh, LaMarcus Joyner has been burned all season. That is their really heavy weak spot. So it's a little bit risk. Um, if you don't trust it, hey, I get it. Uh, there's plenty of value right around his price, but uh, Crowder, just pay attention to it. I would, if especially if you're running a Raiders a Raiders stack on the other side, um, definitely consider Crowder on the opposite as the uh, uh, other side. Kind of go with you know you want this guy to succeed, uh, so it keeps the other guys playing type deal. Uh, Jarvis Landry, 6,015 and 6,200, good for 25th, 44th and 18th. How did his price not go up after last week? He's the number one target for Mayfield, and his price is fantastic. Titans are 18th in DVOA versus wide receiver one, 21st in points allowed to position. Browns are down two wide receivers in Kadero Hodge and Taewon Taylor as well. So we should see a ton of targets again this week. Um, circling that price on Yahoo. It's just fantastic. It's just fantastic. I think there's so much value on Yahoo this week that you could actually put in. You could actually, if you wanted to, put Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook in your lineup. It's ridiculous. Um, Jacoby Myers of New England, 5,917 and 5,500. Good for 27th, 30th, and 25th. Listen, he's going to have to throw it against the Chargers. It just is what it is. Um, Might be a little bit riskier. Their passing offense just falling off a cliff. Uh, and I have stated that Myers is probably more GPP, but I have to believe that New England is going to have to pass if they want to beat the Chargers. Uh, Chargers are seventh in points allowed to wide receivers as a whole, but they are 29th in DVOA versus wide receiver two, and he has the matchup advantage against cornerback Chris Harris. Hunter Renfro is back on here. Why? Because he's 5,400, 16, and 4,300. Good for 42nd, 35th, and 45th. Uh, Jets are 15th in DVOA versus wide receiver plus, but they're 27th in points allowed to position. Uh, Slot wide receivers have been getting it done against um, this pass defense for weeks, and I just don't see it stopping. Um, Definitely like to attack attack, uh, cornerback Arthur Mollett, who is just... He's just a fantastic guy to go against. Uh, Golden Tate of the New York Giants, 5,200, 14, and 3,800. Good for 50th, 50th, and 53rd. Um, with Colt McCoy preferring more of the short passing game, that should bring Tate more into the game plan this week. Um, did actually well last week with Colt McCoy getting the reception, so this might be more of a DK where you get the full PPR. Uh, Seahawks are 19th in DVOA versus wide receiver 2, 32nd in points allowed to the position. Um, definitely, definitely like using slot wide receivers against, um, uh, Seattle. When you get like those short passing games, you like to kind of look at the guys who are going to run the crossing patterns. And that's where Golden Tate, Golden Tate's going to make his living, especially with a more season, more veteran, uh, quarterback in Colt McCoy. GPP, Justin Jefferson, uh, 7,700, 26, and 6,900, good for 10th, 15th, and 11th. 
I'm going to say it how it is. Only in GPP because I like Thielen more, and outside of Yahoo, you don't get much in price savings. Uh, Jacksonville is fifth in DVOA versus wide receiver two, and we'll have cornerback Trey Herndon covering him. Uh, if you go back to the last couple of weeks, you will see that both of the outside receivers have had success versus Jags secondary, so he has another chance to get it done this week. Uh, Michael Thomas of the Saints, 7,232 and 7,000. Uh, this is uh, good for 12th, 4th, and 10th. So this is more of uh, taking advantage of the price on FanDuel and DK. We know that Taysom Hill isn't much of a passer on here. Um, and I did state that I did consider Thomas and Cash uh, because he is incredibly undervalued on the two on two of the three sites. But uh, with so many wide receivers in great spots and with the uncertainty for, of his role with Taysom, I'll leave him in GPP. Uh, great matchup. Falcons are 27th in DVOA versus wide receiver one. 29th in points allowed to position. And you'll have quarterback Darquise Denard uh, covering him or quote-unquote covering him. So... Um, but he's going to need to really see the volume um, and get a TD this week if he's going to. Pardon me, if he's going to return value, which he's going to have to get up to about 21 points. He hit about 19 two weeks ago in Taysom Hill's first start. He was the only guy that uh, Hill was basically targeting, so that's kind of the reasoning for him in here. Uh, Corey Davis of the Titans. 6,120 and 5,100, good for 24th, 23rd, and 31st. Uh, Browns are 13th in DVOA versus wide receiver two, but against quarterback Kevin Johnson, he will have the advantage in the matchup. I uh, do like A.J. Brown more with no Denzel Ward covering him, but Davis has been in play the last few weeks, and he showed uh, some promise since he was this, and he's finally showed some promise since he was drafted way back when. Uh, Brashad Perriman. 5,916 and 3,900. Good for 27th, 35th, and thir- uh, 51st. Uh, Perriman will see a Raiders defense 24th in DVOA versus wide receiver one. It will be against cornerback Damon Arnott, Arnett. Uh, it's a plus matchup for Perriman, although if cornerback Trey Von Mullen, who is questionable on the other side, uh, happens to be out, I may pivot over to Denzel Mims, actually. Uh, very same price, so definitely pay attention to that. Hey, MVS, uh, 5,715 and 4,400, good for 31st, 44th, and 44th. Uh, The numbers will point to Alan Lazard if choosing a secondary Packers wide receiver, but my money is actually on MVS against Eagles defense. He is 16th in DVOA versus wide receiver plus, and faces a much shorter cornerback in Avante Maddox. Truth be told, the Eagles don't have any DB on the roster that can match up with him, so in a full Packers stack, I'll take a shot on the speedster. I'll use Adams first, MVS second. Henry Ruggs. Woohoo. Henry Ruggs of the Raiders. Huh. You have to take a look at this one. I might have been smoking crack. 5,416 and 4,500. Good for 42nd, 35th, and 40th. Uh, I think a lot of players are going to go back to Nelson Aguilar this week and chase that every other week TD. I do get it. Uh, but not a lot of people are going to try and use rugs. And against a Jets defense that's 30th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one and facing a cornerback in Lamar Jackson, I think this is a perfect spot to use the speedster. Uh, New York has had a real issue with receivers that have speed uh, and have been more prone to the number one target on the outside, which rugs actually is, and they have to get him more involved uh, like one as well. 
Moving on to tight ends, this should be rather quick. Uh, cash, Darren Waller, 7,024 and 6,100. Good for first, second, and first. Uh, just because he failed last week doesn't mean he can keep failing, okay? Have to trust the spot against the Jets. 20th in DVOA versus tight end. 31st in points allowed to the position. Uh, this was the Hunter Henry spot last week, and it worked out all right for us. So definitely, if you can afford it, go ahead and go there. Otherwise, uh, TJ Hawkinson, 6,100, 21, and 5,000. Good for third, third, and second. Um, he's probably going to be considered more uh, GPP-ish, to be completely honest, because it's the Bears' defense. Uh, but this is where I wrote up for Robert Tunyon that this is the absolute best spot for tight ends uh, in or uh, for uh, pass targets and possible touchdown was the tight end position against the Bears. Uh, it was far and away the best. I mean, you had top 10 across almost across the board everywhere else. And then um, you get to the tight end, it was like 20, it was like, what, 20, 22nd, 23rd, somewhere in there. So uh, definitely considering TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, 21st in DVOA versus tight end, 28th in points allowed to the position. Um, so TJ Hawkinson, he's cash. It's If you can't afford Waller, uh, go TJ Hawkinson. If you want to go all the way down, we can look at Kyle Rudolph again, who actually came through last week, and he's still real cheap. Uh, 5,012 and 3,400. She's cheaper on Yahoo this week. Uh, 18th, 20th, and 16th. I said it last week. Like Rudolph and no Irv Smith. And guess who is out again this week? Jaguars 22nd in DVOA versus tight end. 30th in points allowed to the position. If you don't use steal any cash this week, you're probably paying down at the tight end position anyway. So, uh, yeah. So, he would be part. Of, he's going to be part of my, uh, Minnesota stack. GPP, Robert Tunyon, 5,900, 19, and 3,700. Good for 6th, 5th, and 12th. Uh, Tunyon faces Philly defense, 26th DVOA versus tight end, and 21st in points allowed to the position. If you don't like MVS at wide receiver, take a shot here with Bobby T. Uh, Trey Burton, um, I didn't write you. I didn't write you anything. Why the fuck did I do that? That's not cool at all. Um, I'm going to have to do it right now. All right. Here we go. So, read it up as I'll say it as I read it. Uh, Houston is 28th in DVOA versus the tight end. And 17th in points allowed to the position. Do, 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 do. If you look at his targets, he is... Actually, the most... Uh, Targeted tight end. Um, in the red zone. So he's going to have touchdown upside here. So he's a huge safety blanket. Uh, for Rivers. 
when they get down there. Yeah, just leave it like that. So Trey Burton, um, yeah, very good, very good price. But actually, at that thirty-five hundred at DK, um, I would actually, actually, at his price all the way across the board, you're better off in cash going Kyle Rudolph um, over Trey Burton for a little bit more consistency. Uh, defenses. Run through this real quick. Miami Dolphins top across the board, safest place on the board, but you have to pay for it. Uh, not a necessity to shoot, horn them in, but the Bengals are 28th in points allowed to opposing defenses, and that has been consistent all year. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, 4,715 and 3,300, good for third, 10th, and 7th. Uh, backup quarterback Colt McCoy is going to have to throw to have a shot at winning this game, and with the way that Seattle defense has been playing the last couple of weeks, there's plenty of opportunity for turnovers and a shot to take one at the house. Chicago Bears, 4,216 and 3,100 for 8th, 7th, and 9th. Lions are 24th in points allowed to opposing defenses and have been fantasy-friendly for the last five weeks. The cost is also really low considering the team that they face this week. Green Bay Packers, 4,117 and 3,800 for 9th, 6th, and 3rd. I believe I've said my piece about quarterback Carson Wentz and his throwing games away. Oh, and his throwing of games away. Duh. Good God, learn some damn English. Arizona Cardinals, 3,815th and 2,900. Good for 13th, 10th, and 11th. Uh, Goff has played like absolute shit for the past month and are 20th in points allowed to opposing defenses. They have consistently been around that spot for the past month when Goff's issues started to pop up. GPP, also known as the paydown defenses for cash. Atlanta Falcons, 3,510 and 2,400. Good for 17th, 22nd, and 18. Uh, defense has actually been pretty, uh, been playing pretty well, and that had nothing to do with last week's performance against the Raiders. Uh, no heavy threat from Hill in the passing game. This really puts the Saints' offense up against their strength, which is their rush defense, and there aren't any other spots I would pay down for this week. Uh, Atlanta's pr- pretty much the lowest, especially over on DK. So uh, quarterback Taysom Hill has not, gotten blown up in a game yet as a starter and that could happen this week not saying it will i'm just saying you know for a pay down spot it's not bad uh for yahoo uh sunday night football options kansas city chiefs they are tied for first with the dolphins at 21 dollars um going against the denver broncos broncos are going to have to throw to get the job done here i don't see them doing it so that is that so we got through the, we got through the red up here oh and we did it we got it done just a shade under a decade too all right so if you need to get a hold of me hit me up on twitter and instagram at roydog underscore 13 if you're over in the sidfs chat do not hit me up in the main room go ahead and send me a message directly and i'll answer every question privately So until then, I'll talk to you knuckleheads later. Peace out.